0: Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. Uh, This is again depending on when you're listening to this, but regardless, He may's got you covered. Yeah. So, hey guys, thank you for tuning in to the third episode of Secret Life Two. The 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 the. I'm gonna have to rewind that. Hello, 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 good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night, depending on when you are listening to this. Uh, Thank you for tuning in to The Secret Life of a Shy Producer. I was so close to saying (laughs) The Secret Life of an American teenager, but I am neither American nor am I a teenager. Uh, My name is Hime, I'm actually a music producer, music producing artist. I'm currently recording in my closet, not R. Kelly style, um, but I am in my closet. The light is currently on in my room, and it was raining for most of the morning. I think it actually has stopped. Yeah, I don't hear anything, so I think it stopped. Yay. I'm actually happy about that. Uh, I heard that downtown Toronto was a complete mess. It was actually flooding. Like, around where I even work, which is kind of crazy. So, anyway, I just want to thank you again for tuning in. Uh, I had too many episodes come out. Uh, one was just about a festival thing that happens once a year in Toronto that I didn't know was once a year and the other was just a little bit about lo-fi beats and how you can stick you know just continuously do what you want to do do your own thing because there was a lot of critiques behind lo-fi being literally like a lower form of art which is completely unfounded and dumb (laughs) nope I lied it's not dumb oh actually that's good I'm gonna keep that in for a reason so anyway I just wanted to talk a bit this episode about criticism judgment you know kind of like the shyness the projection and, and everything and i was actually inspired to do this uh from the project life mastery video that i watched on youtube about criticism and judgment i was watching that during the civic holiday that we just had on monday so in canada the first august of every year first august wait what hold up (laughs) let's rewind that again (laughs) so i was inspired to do this by through the project life mastery video that i watched on youtube they had a video on criticism and judgment Uh, i actually watched it on the civic holiday which happens on the first monday of every august and so I had some time and decided to watch it and I thought okay wait actually this would be interesting to kind of talk about and I can't talk about it from a broad standpoint I can only talk about it from my standpoint and I I just kind of want to talk a bit about the criticisms that I've received my how I react to criticisms how judgmental I am uh how much I love to project uh I am literally a projector okay and, you know, how I'm, I've i moved past most of it, how I'm moving past most of it, how I'm not perfect, how it's not easy to do all the time or actually a lied. You know what? Words are powerful. It's not that it's not easy. I just don't want to do it half the time. Anyway, so I'm going to just get started by saying that I am hard on myself. Most people tend to be hard on themselves, I guess, unless they are narcissists, I don't know, or something, <laughs> um, but... I am hypercritical of myself. I, uh, like many many people, uh, it seems like today, and maybe it's because I'm a millennial, that it happens to be many people now. Um, I'm, I go through, like I, I'm, I'm, I can be insecure about some things. Let's be real. And especially when things aren't going right or I'm not able to fully control those things or even when I'm controlling them and it doesn't go the way I want it to go and I receive bad, like a bad reception about it, I go into a horrendous place. (laughs) So, uh, and on the other hand, even when I'm hard on myself, I also have a very strange ego with other things. So, um... Last week, I had for a club that I normally go to, I had a speech, and my speech was so out there that it got a horrendous um, reception. I know some people are like, Oh, it was good. And I'm like, No, 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 it wasn't. I didn't like how it came off. I didn't, you know, like I was upset with myself. And when somebody was trying to give me feedback, I was basically like, Shut up like, I know what I did wrong. You're telling me. I said, I know I already do this. And the person was ignoring me. So I was like, okay, look, like, get the hell away from me. (laughs) Right. I know what I did wrong. I hate myself for it. Goodbye. Right. Like, I don't need to hear it from you right now. Figure out what to tell me. Okay. Like you telling me this right now is not going to help. And you're going to see me as an a-hole. So, you know, bye. That's how I honestly deal with a lot of criticism. I already see it within myself. So when somebody else is trying to tell me, I was like, look. What you're going to tell me is not something new. Um, I don't like myself for it right now. And I will cuss you out if you continue. And I will be a horrendous human being. And that's how I... That's that's part of my own pattern with criticism and judgment. Because I, I do judge myself horribly. Right? So that's the, the the critical part. And then I also have the strange ego part. Where I, I try to keep it just with my music production, because I like to think of that as more of a creative pursuit. So when I started out uh, learning how to even use Studio One, that's what I use mainly. Like I do have Ableton, but I actually use Studio One. Uh, and it's Studio One 3, by the way. Started with 2, now I'm on 3. So. I like to think, oh, yeah, my stuff is so amazing. It's so good. It's better than all those other remixes that are out on the radio today that don't even sound like remixes. Oh, my God. But This is a great remix. This is amazing. You know, I I do that. And then I put my stuff out there, it gets either almost no listens or it completely loses. It's like literally in last place. And I think what type of turkeys would like, you know, say that that one, why not mine? Why isn't mine even in second place? Like this is like an abomination. So I have that part of my ego too. (laughs) And the, the good thing is, though, is without that part of like my ego, I wouldn't put out any work. Right. So it it takes away parts of my insecurities when I'm in that mode, which is nice. But at the same time, it's just delusional. But what's good is that I may also at times able to check my delusion. Uh, So. What I found ironically is after putting out a lot of like songs saying, oh, this is amazing. This should win. This should win. And I'm like, why is this crap, this EDM crap winning when mine is amazing? And yes, I had that. That's why I said I was a music snob. Okay, but anyway, or music elitist, too. But anyway, um, what I would say afterwards is, wait, why did theirs win? Actually, my stuff in comparison to theirs. Okay, mine is Muddy. Mine has no side chain. I don't even know how to side chain. Um mine has absolutely no EQing. I have not EQed. I have not I uh, mine is like considerably like lower in terms of like um loudness. Mine is not loud whatsoever. You know, like I, I started picking apart some of my stuff. Okay, the chord progression that I'm using here doesn't match what everybody else is looking for right now so ironically I was able to then after all of my grandeur and delusion (laughs) I was able to actually say okay that my crap is actually not it's not good and to try to and then I can find ways to move on and move past that and learn more about music production so I can make something that sounds slightly better and it's kind of nice knowing that I'm not perfect that I'm always I've always got more room to grow and I think I even mentioned in the last episode that what I found was no maybe not the last episode No, I probably didn't talk about it but becoming more like becoming a music producer and producing my own stuff has over time gotten me to a place where I can no longer look at somebody else's art and say that theirs is completely shit I can no longer do that only because I realize how much work goes into it, how hard it actually is, how much heart goes into it. Like, you know, I can only look at myself and say that I'm doing the same thing, too, in a different way. And I want people to also appreciate my stuff, too. And yes, there's nothing wrong with getting critiques about, like, you know, certain things. Nothing wrong with it. But at the same time... I don't want to project any of my own hatred about I, any of the stuff that I may create or any of my own like insecurities onto somebody else and say their shit is this, their stuff is that, blah blah blah. Like I don't want to do that. I'm tired of that. So anyway, um that's a bit about the just the criticism and judgment, I guess. Another thing I kind of wanted to talk a bit about was it is personal, and I don't know how many people, how many of you guys may deal with this, but I keep most of my stuff a secret. So a lot of my musical endeavors have tended to be on the legitimate down low. And the, iron, the irony, I'm, I'm referencing a lot of our Kelly um, and the Isley Bros type of stuff right now, because um, I'm currently in the closet talking about being on the down low with my music like on download with friends and stuff. So, uh, and part of it is actually funny because as I said, like I'm a hypercritical person. I'm able to critique things like to the T, like I've got, I've, I can perfectly critique anything and judge anything. Anybody can really, I guess. Um, a lot of the people that I've called friends or really good acquaintances, over like the last 10 years of my life have been hypercritical and really like I guess they they can degrade people in many cases some of them not all there's some in particular that stand out in my head so and they were critical towards me for many years to the point that like i like I, I won't tell them anything about my music like I told them that I'm doing music as a career and trying to get it out there as more of a career and they asked me can we listen to your songs and can we like can you tell us what your name is and I won't tell them because of the past experiences that I've had with them where you know i've been just weird and been this and been that and constantly made fun of i don't want my art to be subjected to to that because i wouldn't know what to do with myself so that's ironically a weird thing that i have too right so i I, sometimes i've found that i was projecting that type of thing onto other people for a while and it didn't make me feel any better about myself or what i was doing even if i liked my stuff I was thinking okay what if these people don't like it like I was thinking about other people more than even myself so it got really weird um so and I again keep my stuff on the down low and not tell friends because of other experiences I've had with some where if we're walking down the street and there's like some musicians who are putting their heart into like just playing on the and they start laughing, like, oh, what losers. They should just, like, give up and get a real job so they can be miserable like me. Like, literally, this is the type of thing that they would say. And I was there, like, yeah, like, I can't. Um, I, I, I mean, you're looking at them like that. That's how you essentially see me. So I'm not going to put myself out there to you guys anymore. I can't do it. You know, um, it's scary, right? So what I found myself doing more often since those types of experiences is I actually like like stand around and listen to the musicians because it takes a lot of guts. As you know, this is called the secret life of a shy producer. I am shy, right? Like I've had many experiences in my past where I've had to play for people and I found myself feeling even lower about myself after a lot of those experiences. You know, and never wanting to like show my face in public again. So for me, seeing these musicians or these rappers trying like actually hustling and putting themselves out there that's bravery that I don't even have right so I actually like you know sometimes whenever I have time and let's say I'm downtown Toronto I will like stand and listen to them for a bit or I'll listen to them from across the street for a minute like a creep and then like I would actually put money in their their basket or whatever because I was like look like what you're doing is something that. I don't have the guts to do, and I really hope that you guys can you will make it or actually you know be able to go far with it because it's brave. It's something that I personally wish I could do, and I would not want to take that away from anybody anymore so um yeah, to this day, I'm actually still closeted in terms of um producing, especially showing my friends. Like, there's only really one person that is in my life who has listened to a decent portion of my music and is really actually, at least seemingly supportive of my stuff. And that's something I'm truly grateful for, you know? So, other than that, yeah. um, Like, I... I feel like it's weird because it's interesting. I I think about like Brené Brown and I think about like the vulnerability stuff that she's been doing a lot of and and I'm I think that in some cases by me just putting out my work even just on the internet, I feel vulnerable even if I don't know the people listening to it and stuff. Right? If they ever listen to it or whatever. But putting it out there is already like vulnerable enough for me, so. Yeah. So um, what do you guys think just about judgment and criticism, especially like in your music? What are healthy doses of it? Um, how can you get a healthier perspective on criticism and and stuff in your life, not just in your work or in your music or in your art but in life altogether too but in any case i want to thank you for tuning in for settling in for listening until the end for those of you who skipped until like to the end you know i'm glad that you actually want to skip to the end as well i'm i'm not gonna lie so um until next time you know just keep doing your thing um and honestly, for those of you guys in like the GTA area, sign up for the the fest that happens in October. And I think I actually went on the website and I saw one that's going to happen in New York in a couple of, when I say a couple of days, I think like next month. So again, for you guys, I guess in like the eastern part of North America, northeastern for America, southeast for um, Ontarians. Yeah definitely like look it up definitely consider uh, signing up for it but again thank you for tuning in and cheers and honestly have a great week um kind of midweek near end of the week so honestly enjoy it and life is short so i'm not gonna say wait for the weekend just enjoy what you have right now anyway too so later bye and thank you